City Hall in St. Charles, a city of St. Charles. Well, how should we say that? That's right. City, city of St. Charles. Charles. And we are sitting with the mayor, Dan Boardmeyer, and we are going to get to find out some fun facts and have a little fun. And thank you for taking some time to sit with us today. We, Thanks for asking it. me to be with you. You know, I've known you guys for a long time and I love your success and where you're going and you're a part of the city too. So oh, it's oh, good to be you. with you. Yeah, we, we, we appreciate it so much. We, of course, as you know, we have the St. Charles County City Lifestyle and, and our passion and our goal is, is that first of all, it's hyper local. Mm-hmm. And that's what we are about is bringing the city to life right into people's home because we deliver it there every single month and you get a copy as well. So, you know, being able to meet with you today and find out a little bit and be able to send that off to the readers, have it on, um, you know, a show so they can learn a little bit about you is, is fun for us. So, well, so let's go ahead and get started because I think probably the, the biggest question or maybe some people might wonder is what inspired you or motivated you to want to become the mayor of the St. Charles County? Because it's not always an Roses. easy job, I'm sure. Roses, <laughs> as I said earlier. Yeah. yeah, definitely not. Actually, three things. Uh, as, as I'm sure you're aware, I had a marketing advertising agency. Ran it for 45 years. Got to the point where I was sitting in meetings and they would look at me and go, you have no idea what we're talking about, do you? And I said, the only thing I know about the cloud is rain comes out of it. And, <laughs> and I decided at that point I wasn't willing personally to invest in what I needed to do to keep up with that whole side of the business. My son's very competent at it. He wrote the he, he bought the company from me. God bless you. The first of every month. <laughs> and uh, so that was one of the motivations. Secondly, for 48 years, I've been playing golf with the same four guys every Wednesday afternoon. How many years? 48. Wow. So I came to golf one day and a couple of guys have retired. So I came to golf and one of them, Tom, said, did you see the Ellen show today? And I went, it's on at three o'clock in the afternoon. He goes, yeah, I watched that. And then I watched Jeopardy and then I watched Wheel of Fortune. I thought, <laughs> my God, I got to find something to do. <laughs> and then actually the third thing was my grandpa used to be the U.S. Marshal and Sheriff in St. Charles. And uh, my dad was very involved with the JCs and everything civically. And, and I really felt like I had a really good life and I, I owed him four years. Do I owe him eight? I guess we'll find that out pretty soon. But uh, uh, it was just something I wanted to give back. And and I I flew four days a week for 20 years. So every different city every day. So I kind of been there, saw that, done it. And I saw so many things I thought would help St. Charles. Part of the problem in St. Charles is we're landlocked. St. Peter's, O'Fallon surrounded us. Mm -hmm. Our average age is probably 50 plus. So we need millennials. And we needed some excitement. We needed new revenue. So I looked at the city, I looked at the numbers, I read the financial statements, and I thought the only thing that's going to save our city is tourism. Uh, and that's why we're moving along the riverfront. We have the five-and-a-half-mile riverfront, which I've now named the boroughs of Riverwalk. So there's six boroughs. So every day there's a different thing that you could do in St. Charles. Frenchtown is very vibey. Uh, we have tattoo parlors. we got uh, container cities going in down there. Streets of St. Charles, which everybody's familiar with, is a phenomenal success. Mm-hmm. South Main has always been our historic gem. North Main has kind of become an entertainment district. Uh, and then South City, which is everything past the family arena, is probably going to be apartments and corporate headquarters and everything north. That's where we've added our six or seven new residents over the last 10 years. So that's kind of our growth area. Right. Uh, so there's all kinds of things to do. And there's, I just took our director of communications and promoted her to director of events and promotion. We had four parades on the same street on the same day. How did so, that go? Well, 
<laughs> Let me put it this anybody way. Hit I, I wasn't real popular with two of them. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> but but we just, we have that much demand. Right. I mean, the wedding chapel thing, they're always taking pictures on Main Street. You got, you know, Festival of the Hills. You got uh, Legends and Lanterns. You got Christmas trees. Well, that's cruising. our tradition every year. We're yeah. here every Christmas Eve yeah. with the family. And there's, a, there's been a huge, uh, huge ongoing conversation about, do you close Main Street or do you leave it open? Well, this year we closed it. And it was phenomenal. The merchants all had bigger because people can walk and socialize, right. and, and it was just really good. So and we noticed that too. Yeah, yeah, we down. did. The first yeah. thing we're like, oh, we can't go down there yet. It yeah. closed off. But I actually proposed to Kelly down on Main Street. Did oh, you that's really? Right. Yeah, down at the gazebo. Oh my oh. gosh! And she laughs at me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> And the words that came propose? out of her mouth wasn't yes. It yeah. was oh, and I went, is that a yes? I was a little surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and then some stranger happened to be walking by so he could get a picture. <laughs> oh, well, but yeah. So yes, See, Main we Street. We've got great memories of, yes, of Main Street great. as well. That's great. Well, so we understand why you'd want to be mayor, and we're thankful that you are because uh, the passion that you have um, for all that you're bringing to St. Charles and beautifying and bettering it. Bettering, is that a good word? Sure. It is now. It is. Just That's a Kellyism. Yeah. <laughs> um, we appreciate that and we can yeah. see that comes out. I so, think, the, I think uh, the, to your point, I think the passion is the difference. I mean, I want this to, uh, there's a standard rule in St. Charles, in the city hall anyway. I'm a one, two, five, three, four guy. Now, Wally, I can't remember his last time, I just went blank. He's the guy who came up with King of Beers. He was with Darcy downtown when it was a big agency. And he, he said that. And I said, what's that? And he said, one, I get the idea. Two, I kind of formulate it. Five, I see it done. I want to do three and four. <laughs> and that's kind of the mode here. I, I've provided vision. I, I have the benefit of all those years of travel and seeing everything. So I put all those things in place, but I'm not good at everything. And I got people who are really good at a lot of those things. Yeah. So that's the three, four part. And now those are the guys, Mike Klinghammer, Larry Dabrowski, Brad Temme, the other people involved in the city. Those are the people that are getting it done. And it's moving in the positive direction. And they are on it every day. And I, I'll give you an example. I know Larry was just offered a nice job someplace else. And he said, I'm not leaving this excitement. He wow. said, every morning when I get up, I can't wait to come to work. So. That's what's going on here. So hearing that word excitement, we want to know what's happening and what's going on because I've heard through the grapevine there's some big things happening here along uh, the river. Huge, huge. Um, obviously, Frenchtown is big. Um, that's, like I said, we're having a shipping container. Innovation Village, it's called. It's a guy from Microsoft. Uh, new brew pubs and things like that in that area. It's very vibey. Uh, I have a, yeah, a youth, youth advisory task force. They're looking at painting murals on the buildings down in Frenchtown. So it's going to be a little bit like the Grove, but mm -hmm. uh, safer. We love the cafe Somewhat down artsy. there. Huh? Yeah. Somewhat artsy. Yeah. Yeah. Artsy vibey. Like I said, we got the first tattoo part. I guess that'll be my legacy when I leave. <laughs> um, and then as you proceed down ACF, which is right next to my office here, that's 550,000 square feet. They've attempted to develop it several times and just never got there. Well, Jim Unger, that owns it, along with Carl Icahn, who used to own it, are clients of mine. We're clients of mine for 40 years. So I went to Jim and said, can I have it? He said, sure, develop it. Bring me concept, bring me. So that's in the works. We have two major uh, developers going. There'll be a lot of apartments in there because you need millennials to support that kind of thing. We have the climbing gym. The climbing gym delayed their opening because their walls had to be built in Belgium because if they're not built in Belgium, you can't have international competition. So they're bringing people from all over the world to compete down here. Sign. There's a sign there. Isn't yeah. There? yeah. Climb so ill, that. it's We're called. Like, oh, my yeah. gosh. They signed a 40-year lease, so it's not like it's a flash in the pan. Wow. Uh, then as you move down through Main Street, we're going to take Main Street and run it straight through ACF. So it'll connect to 2nd Street. So Main Street, instead of making that jog, mm -hmm. we'll go straight through. 
So that's being developed. You turn around, that'll just go straight down that right corner. Right up You can Heart. see the building over there. Yeah, you just you won't go past Sacred Heart. You'll go right straight through ACF all the way to Second Street. Oh, wow. So, yeah, okay. that's cool. So then North Main is developing nicely. Uh, we have the uh, Soft Drink Museum of America going We just there. saw that. that, too. Yes. <laughs> it's the old yeah. J.C. Penny store. And a guy named Tom Smith, local guy, has been collecting Coca-Cola memorabilia since he was 13 years old. I think he has 8,000 bottles and 146 machines and stuff. Very passionate about it. That'll be opening next year, probably. Uh, Rod Thomas is a developer. I spoke with him this morning. He's ready to bring a major wedding and entertainment venue into the old Baja Rock Club, which is set vacant for finally a few years. Yeah, uh, so as you move down the street, just a lot of new things going in. Obviously, uh, Main Street. Uh, Novellus, which is a little bit upscale. Mm -hmm. Now the Burgers, Burger Underground just opened, some friends of mine. They're making the the uh, decor inside is going to be local guys who went national. So anybody that became a national football, baseball, basketball, hockey, boxer, wrestler, whatever, that's going to be the motif in the sports bar there. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be really As you move south, South of Maine is pretty, there's a little bit of turnover, but it's pretty stable. And it is a gem for the city. It brings a lot of people in. Then when you get to River Point. Well, right before you get to River Point, I don't know if you've ever been to the Arabia Steamboat Museum in Kansas City. No, I haven't. It's a steamboat that was exhumed out of 40 feet of silt. You could eat the food that was on it. It's perfectly preserved. So that's been in Kansas City for about 25 years. When I first became mayor, I heard they wanted to move it to Jefferson City. So I interceded. We were up against nine other cities. We just received a, a letter of intent that they will bring it to St. Charles. So that part of the riverfront down with the Lewis and Clark Boathouse is... Hopefully, it will be the Arabia, the Malta Museum. It'll be called the, the Steamboat Museum of America, restaurant, boutique hotel, gift shop. And then I think, with the permission of Mr. Hoffman, and I don't want to speak out of school, but we're hoping to get another riverboat here that will also cruise the river for, for uh, dinner and things. Then as you move down the street, you hit Chicken and Pickle, which is in River Point. Uh, we've been after them for three years. They finally signed up, uh, part of the Clayco development. They see the average restaurant sees about 15,000 people a year. Wow. They see 700,000 people a year. Oh my gosh. Almost a million people a year. <laughs> they have 300 employees, 250, 300 employees. A guy was over in Spain, found some chicken he liked. He was a pickleball player. He started a concept in Kansas City. They're now in Wichita, Houston, six other cities. Great. And they're doing that kind of business everywhere. Have you played pickleball? No. Oh my gosh! You'll love it's it. So well, much John fun. Porter, who's the president of Linwood, says he's the world champion, so he challenges me. You have time, to so. do it. It, you know, tennis. You're you're all over the place, and you're jolting yourself to get to one end to the other. And pickleball, it's kind of like a big ping pong game. It's like ping pong <laughs> it, on a tennis court. Yeah, yeah but a small oh, tennis court. Yeah. You know, it's not. Well, well, I've, I've seen it. I just haven't. It's, I got. Matter of fact, my it. Christmas gifts were pickleballs. I paddles. I just haven't done it yet. So you, you have I'll get to there. Do it. I'll get there. Well, we need to be on your list next yeah. year for Christmas because we need a pickleball set. Yeah. <laughs> but River Point is really the, the high growth area right mm -hmm. now. That's where everything's happening. Since the pick, chicken and pickle announcement, everybody wants to be next to chicken and pickle. Uh, there's a strip down there about uh, it's 20 acres. And the kind of the narrow part where they tour all the trees down along the river. Okay. Um, we have, This is, I don't know if you include this or not, but you can't cut down trees because of the conservationists or whatever. You can only cut them down between November and April. Okay. Because of the bats. So we waited. Oh. The bats left. We cut the trees down. Now, in my mind, the bats are going to come back and go, where the Where's hell's our trees? trees? <laughs> but evidently, that's not how the environmentalists think. I don't know how that works. Uh, so anyway, those are going to be pretty much condominium and small residences. But my understanding is they're going to start between 750 and a million. Oh, so St. Charles is... I'm guessing they're going to have exceptional views of the river. 
at that price. Yeah, pretty much. Well, at least of the of the lake that I yeah. showed you that we were hoping to dig. Uh, but more than anything, it's just that's the market. Um, when I go way north to Northtown, which is the top borough, uh, we're in discussions right now to annex some property there if we can get the cooperation of the farm people and stuff like that. We have no place for the really rich to live. I mean, if you're a lawyer, Indian, doctor, chief, whatever, and you want a nice house, there's still nice houses in St. Charles. Don't get me wrong. Sure. But not in mass. Uh, I was involved in Stone Wolf Golf Course, and that's where Far Oaks is over there. Okay. Ten years ago, it was a, a golf course, and now it looks like hotels built all around it. We have to have that kind of an opportunity for the other people who want to come to St. Charles. city so. feel living. Is that what yeah. you mean? Yeah. Well, well, these are, these are going to be, you know, the people who live in five, six, seven, eight thousand square foot houses that have all the wherewithal. And we're looking at a golf course down there, too. Oh, See, I gosh. moved here in 1998, so I've seen this grow. Quite immensely. I mean, Noah's Ark was still here, you know. Yeah, my sister I, worked there as a waitress. <laughs> but I crossed over as Noah's Ark, and that was basically it right there. End of town, that's right. And then we moved in when it was uh, a clock. They were called Clock Tower then. I lived apartments. there. Yeah, so I lived we, in those apartments. Yeah. And yeah. so, and it was nothing but farmland. And now it's just incredible. Everybody would say when you're coming out here, I was. Are you going to cross the river? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine was really? 80, 88, I think, or 89, right. I guess. And my mom thought I was moving to the other end of the world, <laughs> moving out here. Well, I'll never see you again. Yeah. That's how everybody felt. And I mean, gosh, forbid they would go over the bridge. And now it's just, it's so it no is. big deal at all anymore. Well, and and, so and really with where, where chicken and pickles going in, mm-hmm. we when I first got involved, the riverfront is part of a floodplain. So if you if you raise it out of the floodplain, you have to mitigate that water so it can go someplace else so it doesn't increase somebody else's flooding. So we raise that that land next to uh, the uh, AMC Theater. Okay. We raise that 40 feet. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. And if we do the water feature, there's 973,000 cubic yards of dirt that are going to come out of there that will be used to mitigate the floodplain. But the water feature will contain the same amount of water is what we're displacing. So even though we're displacing the thing, it'll be the same. It won't impact anybody else. That's awesome. So Use that it. is yeah. that is why your 40-hour-a-week that you're supposed to do is an 80-hour-a-week job because you have a lot going it's, on. And, and you know what? I'm very personal about the city. And, 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 and like I said, I think for the last seven weeks, I've been to a charity gala of some sort every Saturday night. <laughs> we have to. Yeah, well, that's right. I, oh, we keep I just, we keep I just, I just <laughs> sent somebody a picture of, I mean, of me with you guys. I mean, how many dresses do I have to buy? Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> true. At least you guys, you can pull your tux out. And no one goes, oh, he wore that tux last time. And look. A girl, you're like, you know, yeah. you have to have something new on. And let me mention this right now, too, because just to show you how passionate he is, he's taking his time out of his day to meet with us while the Cardinal home opener oh, is going yeah. on. So we that's better speed incredible. this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so we, you told us what's happening. Um, is, and I kind of feel like you, you gave some facts of some things that are going on in that, you know, but kind of tell us a little bit about maybe a fun fact that, Maybe we don't know about you. We know why you want to become, you know, became the mayor and we know mm-hmm. what's going on in St. Charles, a lot of great things. But what's something maybe we don't even know about you? Well, let me see. I, I started my career. I came back from Vietnam. and Thank uh, you for your service. Yeah. And uh, I attended, uh, before I went in, it was St. Benedict's in Atchison, Kansas. And a then Catholic I went, boy? A Catholic boy. And then I went to uh, UMSL. And then I went to Wash U and I did a small stint at Webster and I, I've accumulated 17 credit hours. So I don't. Just 17 17, credit hours. I'm like, no. Yeah. My golf buddies even said, my God, I said, I go to all the class reunions. It's the coolest thing in the world. But I discovered a long time ago that I wanted to be in sales of some sort. And I lived in an apartment in St. Charles and the guy that owned KIRL 
Pearl Radio, the local radio station, lived across the hall. And he got a little runch, raucous one night, and he and I got in a confrontation. And next thing you know, we discussed it. I went to work at Curl Radio. That was my introduction into business. How'd you love the radio world? Uh, it was good. It was the beginnings of KC where they were selling stuff out of the doors. And uh, Wally, Wally uh, Tarzan? No, not Wally Tarzan. Anyway, the, the guy that was a, the... Uh, General manager at KXOK, which is our big wow. yeah. referred me to Peoria, Illinois, to WIRL. Just, and, you remember and I said, I remember all those. I remember all yeah, I said, I said, I'm really flattered that you recommended me to somebody. He said, I want your ass out of town. That's why you recommended <laughs> me. Because I was doing a good So I was pretty successful there. Then I went into the agency business with a guy named Jack Waterbury from years ago, who handled Seven Up. And uh, from there, when I got to be 26, I thought, well, I know everything there is to know about this business. I'll just open my own shop. But back to the curl days, uh, there was it was personalities then. It was Steve April who wore two watches, so he had twice as much time to sell it. <laughs> Everybody had a gimmick, and I was and dirty. Was I was Dirty Dan the Curl Man. Oh no! Yeah. Dirty We're Dan. not gonna yeah. let you get away with that. <laughs> now my boss for years. When he, he's eighty-nine years old right now, when I walk in, he goes, "Hi, Dirty." <laughs> Hello, Jack. How are you? So, but I always had a passion for sales and, and wanted to be good. And then I wound up handling Dale Carnegie and a, a lot of motivational companies like that. So oh, fantastic! It was good. So you you really were inspired to get into the sales arena. From having that time at the radio yeah, station, then really you found your passion and knew what I did. you wanted to do. I did. You know, you have to have that same attitude, that same passion in sales, being the mayor, because that's what you're doing. I mean, you're selling the city to bring in yeah. big things here, and that's all sales. People too. only be as excited about things as you are excited exactly. telling about it. Yeah. And sometimes the, the guys in the city say, "You need to rein back on this a little bit." I have a little bit of a belief that if you if you speak about it, it will come kind of like Field of Dreams. Yeah. And so I think the public needs one of the other things. And you all know this well because of our industry. Communication is critical. Mm -hmm. When I became mayor, the newsletter went out three times a year and it had a lot of street repairs and stuff in it. And my frustration since I've been mayor is I need to talk to 70,000 people. How can I do that? They're not going to give me their email addresses. So I've moved our monthly newsletter. Some <laughs> yeah, some of them too much. But I moved our monthly newsletter from three times a year to 12 times a year. Mm. And it's now 32 pages, you much, much like your magazine. Yeah. And, uh, and it's been very gratifying. And now in the next one, I, I've been dedicated to the homeless proposition since I became mayor. And I've got City of Refuge out of Atlanta and some other people that are going to move into the deal. So what I'm going to do in the next newsletter is I'm putting my ideas for the homeless shelter into the newsletter. And there will be a link that you can click on and go to doodle poll and vote whether you support it with taxes or whether you want it to be a bond issue. And then I can go to the city council and say, look, I really am big on this homeless thing. I think we need to invest in it. 68,000 people, 25,000 people, 5,000 people. But at least I'll know what people are thinking. And I can coach the city council on what the populace thinks about things rather than just I mean, they're, they're wonderful people. There's, there are 10 different personalities and they make a lot of decisions based on gut and what a few people tell them. We need you know, it's those three or four people who call in all the time and raise all the cane. They get more swag than they should have. So yeah. this will level the playing field a little bit. It's a communication tool. Fantastic. Well, I think this one, um, first of all, we want to ask you and then you, uh, why don't you, that we'll leave that one for the last question for him there. But so you live here, we live here. Um, we are show is in your city. And so we want to know in your city, if family or friends come to visit you, what would be your go-to? Where would you want to go and take them? They've never been here before. I mean, family, maybe out of town family. We'll course. have to be careful because they have six boroughs. So five of them are going to be mad at me <laughs> if I pick one. Exactly. Yeah. 
Uh, I think it, was, it depends upon the experience you want. If you got young kids, like I said, South Main is good for a day or two. Or if you want to stay there and send his kids someplace, we got rec hall now with a lot of things that college kids can do and younger kids. So it's the whole borough experience. Okay. I was just with the president of Linwood's wife. They've been here three years since I got here. We came at the same time. But she'd never been to the Pine Room, which is a place over in Powell Terrace. It's a little cheeseburger place, a local bar kind of thing. And there's so many places like that in St. Charles that a lot of people don't know about that we're trying to expose. Um, but one of the one of the key factors, I think, we had nine protests in 2019 and 2020. We did not have one broken window. We didn't have one assault because our police treated them with respect, marched in a couple of them with them, if we thought the purpose was appropriate. Uh, But people have come to say, first of all, during the pandemic, when St. Louis and County were closed, they came here because we were open. Steve Ellman and all the mayors agreed, you can't arrest everybody that's gonna go on a quick trip without a mask. So we put the burden on the businesses and the citizens and they followed suit. So, but a lot of people discovered St. Charles, like you said, when you moved here, your mom, well, a lot of people discovered St. Charles. And now, even though there's no restrictions on the other side of the river, they're coming back. But I will tell you that the number one factor in my mind is it's safe to come to St. Charles. You can walk around at night. You can do what you want to do. Your kids can be safe. They can play outside. And that's, that's going away in too many communities. And I, for every policeman that's released someplace else, we'll hire them here. 